0: When you say make America great again, which period are we talking about? The period when women couldn't vote? The period when we were hanging from trees? I'll answer. Or uh, 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 like the crack era? Which period in America are you trying to I, make I America would, like So
1: again? I actually think that I would I would totally rock a hat right now that said make black America great again. Because black no, America, make America before we talking that's about Make America. America. That wasn't the no, question. I, answer, I am answering which your question. Which period was America great that we're trying to replicate? Well, which
0: I, era was it? tell
1: me i think i'll answer your question tell me. i'm ready to answer your question Which era was it what Which era was so great you here's the thing that you guys are forgetting america was actually one of the first.
0: slavery was all over the world all question. over the world america was question. i'm not saying it's okay so why are you saying oh amen well, america I, was I one, one, one of the first countries no, i I'm want I'm to fight you, to you question, so bad because you're so your smart, I no. like you so much. If I want to hear you. I want to be able
1: to hear them. If, 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 I want to be able I to hear them. you can't answer the question, and you're just gonna boo when I say a slavery was all over the world, which is a fact. Why are you booing a fact? Because <laughs> you're making light of. No, I'm
0: not. You're making light I haven't gotten into my point. I'm not making of people that look like us. You can't okay. make light of that. That ain't nothing you bring up. I haven't reasonable. even finished
1: the sentence. How am I making you light of boo. Bull-
0: okay. If you was. Would- stealing wi-fi uh monica woodlock face yeah that
1: wi-fi because shut up my laptop usually stays upstairs and the wi-fi i was on somebody else's wi-fi while the laptop is upstairs but now that i'm downstairs i'm on my own wi-fi so i don't be stealing at all times
0: so the your neighbors have uh wi-fi named get your own wi-fi is what you say
1: I do have a neighbor that has their Wi Fi. (laughs) I wonder how many of those are like in the twelve block (laughs) reviews.
0: Oh man. I I mean, it ain't like a Netflix account. Ain't one half some, we all got it, nigga. No. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But why is that? Isn't it like the same thing?
0: No, it's not it's not the same thing. it's nigga. Netflix it's somebody you know stealing somebody else's Wi Fi just oh I see a free Wi (laughs) Fi let me join.
1: I mean yeah though but if you're like if you're like a person that gives your Netflix account to people, why not have your Wi Fi open to people as well?
0: I pay nine dollars a month for Netflix and how much is it (laughs) how much is the internet?
1: I mean, well I'm not like I don't give my Netflix password to anybody, so I wouldn't be the one to open up my Wi-Fi to the neighborhood either, but there are people who have this communal uh, idea of sharing their streaming joints, so I'm like your Wi-Fi. I feel like it's the same thing. You're a socialist. Give us your Wi-Fi password, too.
0: You are stingy, stingy. You won't give up your Netflix passwords.
1: Ah, I'm not giving up my Netflix password.
0: That is crazy.
1: Especially like, and you work <laughs> like you have a full time job too, and and you don't want to pay nine dollars. <laughs> you want to ride off of my nine dollar joint, and you work forty hours a week. Mm, no, I can't help you with that, bro. Sorry.
0: It's a communal exchange program. You may have Netflix. I may have Hulu. Somebody else may have Stars. Somebody else may have HBO Go. One password can get us. All of those things. So now it's not just you with your stingy Netflix.
1: Yeah, see, it's maybe just, I can't empathize because I have like, I have cable, which I'm kind of protesting, but I have cable. Like, we have HBO, we have stars, we have Showtime, like all year round. We don't just sign up for certain shows. Like, we, we have these things all year round. So I don't really have the need to like get a pass. Like, flex. Identify.
0: But okay.
1: And, uh-huh. We talked about it before, like cutting cable. And I, t- I came up here and said, I'm tired of cable. I want to cut it. But, you know, email has like this marriage to them. So whatever. Um, so, yeah, like I don't really need anybody else streaming joints. So maybe that's why I'm not really apt to just be like, yeah, here's my login, buddy.
0: All you listeners, communal listeners, if you would like to share login information with me, by all means, I I can give you some stuff.
1: Corey when, is one of those rich niggas that will take, 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 take while he's sitting on a pot of gold. So you listeners out there, you want to go ahead and give Corey your login for free 99 and he got $150,000 in his bank account right now.
0: I don't. For i don't but you listeners that have already experienced the exchange program with me you know who you are shout out to you and your passwords <laughs> she's unaware that this system works very fluently until one of us does not pay a bill and then we're out of that streaming service until the yeah. bills paid.
1: shout out to uh hip-hop junkie he hooked me up with his title and then I don't know if he changed his password on me or <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to listen to the Carters and it was like this login doesn't exist. I'm like, Oh, I see what I see what's happening here. Okay.
0: Did you just give him a backhanded shout out for his uh password because you don't have access to it now? But you just said that you didn't need anybody's in it. Oh, yeah. how quickly. Yeah. You wanna yeah. you wanna walk have, back?
1: And I had and I haven't listened to Titles since. So I was like, all right, I I got my Apple Music. I stick with Apple Music. Everything comes out on Apple anyway, unless you're like Jay Z or Beyonce. Even Beyonce be dropping her joints on Apple now. So it's like I'm cool with Apple. Sound like,
0: check. If you hear this, you know exactly what to do with the passwords going forward. You have my number and my <laughs> email address.
1: <laughs> Listen.
0: From freaking passwords, I guess. Yeah, well, I guess we should start with TV since it's we're, we're talking about passwords and logins. There's a whole bunch of TV that's coming back.
1: Full TV is back, baby. Full TV is back. Any new no. shows you're looking forward to? You want to check out?
0: Yes, there's actually. Uh, I'm using it for my show at the end. Uh, but I'll mention uh, it here.
1: You can just give it now since we're talking about shows. Yeah.
0: Shut up, Uh, Prodigal Son.
1: Yes, that was my show for the end. Prodigal Son, I'm like I I rock with it.
0: I'm I'm here
1: with Bill Masters. Did you watch Masters of Sex on Showtime?
0: No, I did not. I don't think I ever owned Showtime until uh, you suggested uh, the kidding.
1: And billions, like how were you watching billions? Um, Watching billions
0: i have
1: yeah not watched billions for the past two seasons
0: Same i have
1: not watched billions for the past two seasons
0: but yeah that's one i'm uh i'm excited for uh i watched the first episode and i like it yeah so, like okay. what is prodigal son just a quick synopsis uh the guy, he works as a, I don't want to call it a psychoanalyst for NYPD, but his father was a serial killer. So for him to figure out how these people were killed, he looks at it from the perspective of a killer. And I think anybody who's ever watched a show or cr- crime drama series has had that notion of, well, why don't this ever somebody that does this from a different perspective so he uh, looks at uh, these killings from the mindset of his father who was a serial killer who is locked away in the loony house
1: yeah yeah it's it's pretty good so far so good a lot of a lot of premieres were good a lot of the shows that I watched, the the first episodes were really good, except for Empire. I couldn't, I could not get through Empire. I don't know what, I don't know who's working what. I don't know who's directing. I don't know who's writing. I don't know if Lee's on set. I don't know if he's not on set. I don't know Terrence where he is mentally. He did have like this weird interview on the Emmy's Red Carpet.
0: Oh, hold on. Oh, I'll play it for those that don't have a reference of Terrence. <laughs> Yeah, that nigga was high, high.
1: Yeah, so I he came out with like a dreadlock wig. He was supposed to be the doctor for Andre. I was like, all right, I'm gonna go watch Blackish upstairs because <laughs> <laughs> this ain't for me, though. <laughs> I can't,
0: I can't. Hold on, I'm, I'm for the for the niggas. It's like, oh wait, what did Terrence Howard say on a? Here, here you go. I won't play all of it. I'll play a snippet, and you can hear it for yourself. Hold on one second.
1: Oh, we're just uh cruising all the uh, reporters uh, at the uh, we start out with a happy anniversary
0: All right, to and enjoy. Terrence Howard, tell us about yourself. <laughs>
1: and everyone keeps trying to tell me don't say it's forever but I spent 37 years pretending to be people so that people can pretend to watch and enjoy what I'm doing when I've made some discoveries in my own personal life with the science that you know Pythagoras was searching for I was able to open up the flower of life properly and find the real wave conjugations that we've been looking for for 10,000 years
0: that nigga's high high
1: conjugations, and Pythagoras. Hi. theory? Like, what was he talking about? <laughs> what were you talking about, T? Like, I don't... Yeah, I don't... I, 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 I couldn't get with Empire. I don't know what Terrence is talking about. Conjugations and lit- linear lines and shapes, angles, flowers. Okay. Like, Open up the flower of life.
0: Cool story, bro. Have you seen the memes that say, um, How high is my cable bill? And it's a picture of like Bobby Brown or like Whitney Houston or something (laughs) like that. (laughs) This this is going to be the new How High is My my Credit Card Bill? It's going to be this Terrence Howard uh, picture from the Emmys. That nigga
1: was floating somewhere. That was so, so much.
0: Shout out to the interviewer because he was just cool. I guess you got to try to keep it as professional as possible, but I don't know if that's trolling. Like if he said that just to throw people off. But I really question a lot of, a lot of niggas' mental health because that right there don't sound like a sane. that don't
1: you know? sound. Yeah. You don't sound well. You don't sound well. But you know, maybe we not woke enough. Yeah, I I hear that a lot. Now nah, niggas sleep. Okay. I'm be asleep, right on that Pythagorean theory. <laughs> I, I got to do with life. <laughs> you got it, bro. I'm asleep still. But uh um, Yeah, so Empire I couldn't get through. Uh Blackish was good. Did you
0: did you catch mixed dish i did not i did not i forgot what I, day um mixed dish was coming on i completely forgot about it um that's because i don't like watching stuff with the commercials i've been through this i've had this conversation with you before uh i just hate commercials so I have to wait until it loads on hulu or something where i can just skip well i have the, the have commercial free hulu Yes, I do. I just said. Uh,
1: wow. Flex? You want to talk about a weird flex? It's
0: it's $11. O- $11 whole dollars.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of money, bro. Mm-mm.
0: Mm-mm.
1: Yeah.
0: Not when you have a communal support system where that's the one thing that you're responsible for. <laughs> so. Oh, man. I- My $11 takes me a long way, but no, I didn't, um, I do know Thursday nights are how to get away and million little things again. Um, I just get confused with just the lineup. I know Wednesdays, modern family, and I forget.
1: comes on right before blackish, so that shouldn't be that hard to figure out.
0: Was it good mixed-ish?
1: Yeah, it doesn't have like um, the star power, like the comedic star power that Blackish has with like Jennifer and Anthony, Tracy is like, you know, star studded. Dion is there. Um, Mixed ish is just like the little kids. Oh, what's his face from Gary Cole? He's on there. He's gonna have to hold it down because he's like the only comedic voice to me. On that show, he's the um, the father. He's uh, what's the dude's name? Zach Morris. Zach Morris's father. It's not Zach Morris. Mark. Mark mm-hmm. Glossier whatever his name is. He's his father. So he's gonna have to hold it down on the comedic end because the rest of them aren't really that funny. Like it's like kid humor because there's three little kids in it, but um, it's alright. It's not like grownish or blackish you know what i mean it's just you gonna have to work up to it but it was cool i wasn't mad at it
0: i think uh grown-ish works because she was a heavily uh she was a regular um character that you were invested in and then she went to college so it was like we you can't I mean? just not do something really with her.
1: Has her own following like she has a real fan base so that wasn't a difficult decision in my eyes. Like, she's, you know what I mean? Like, she's able to hold the show on her own with, like, some ancillary pieces. Um, mixed dishes like Tika, Zach, it's just, and the three little kids, you know what I mean? This is like, we'll, we'll have to see. All right. Um,
0: I'm trying to think of what else is. Uh back in a rotation well everybody likes to bring forth their new shows or um the good neighbor i don't think we we spoke about it before but i don't know if we gave it a chance The drink would said on cbs
1: yeah we watched a few episodes a couple of rather it's all right it's not like the Harvey show you know
0: I could never get with the Steve Harvey show outside of Sed. This is probably why I think Steve isn't funny right now. is because I thought said held the show. This is, what, this
1: is what I'm saying. Like, Sed's presence was obvious in that show. This one, like, it's his show. It's just like CBS comedy, I guess. Like, I don't really, you know what I mean? It's, just, it's not for me.
0: Are you getting BET Plus? You mentioned. I am uh, not. I am not. <laughs> I'm chunky. Got caught with a seven-day trial to watch Martin. Watch Martin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, ain't Martin streaming everywhere already? Nigga, me on VH1 and everything. You
0: can watch Martin a hundred times a day <laughs> <laughs> on any Viacom channel. I, I
1: duped into a seven-day trial with BET+. Plus. <laughs> nah, I went for Apple TV Plus though. I'ma get that. That's the only extra joint I'm getting in Disney when Disney drops.
0: Apple TV. I'm gonna have to see what rolls out because I'm. You know, you don't got me on the two shows that you, uh, the new show and the joint with um the blind kids. I don't, don't want to see Bird or Bird Watch for a series.
1: Yeah,
0: that, that's basically what it is.
1: That's it. But yeah, yeah. With, um Jennifer Anderson. I that's wasn't it. really paying attention.
0: Is that the one? The new show. Yeah, that's the new show with her and um, Reese Witherspoon and oh, Steve Carell. Okay. But that's that's one show. So unless they're coming out with... You know what the problem is in this, this streaming era where everybody... And you, you said Disney's coming out with their joint in November. And honestly, Disney's going to get a lot of these, these niggas out of here. Yeah,
1: Disney is... Low-key monopolizing the entertainment industry. Man, that's why I ain't mad at Sony for taking uh, Spidey back.
0: Nah, man.
1: It, it kind of sucks, but I can see. They're like, yeah, all right, y'all doing too much. Like it's a, little, it's a little too much. But Disney's about to get a lot of niggas up out of here. Amazon, too. Amazon has the bank. And they rolled it out, too. Five billion dollars.
0: I Netflix, think
1: Hulu.
0: Where Netflix, we're gonna see, we're gonna see a race. Uh, we we we're starting to see uh, some of it now, but what we're gonna see the real race is who can keep producing the original content. Because it's cool to do comedy specials and play movies and shows people have seen before, but you got to be able to come back with like, I want to know what Hulu's next. Um, Handmaid's Tale is like what yeah. okay you knocked that out of the park but what's next
1: yeah to me Hulu doesn't really have it on the original content side like it seems like their they're bang their buck is just having uh, network television shows available like the next day because um, like outside of Handmaid's Tale like what else have y'all like really given us on the original side Netflix on the other hand has a lot of great original content but they have that communal joint that's a problem, and they don't have the money.
0: They listen,
1: a few billion aren't they like fourteen, something like that, fifteen billion dollars in debt.
0: Listen, Netflix, don't don't ever change your strategy for us niggas that love having your one account and sharing it with seventy people. Don't ever change your uh, your, your your pay scheme, please.
1: I mean, I don't think it's gonna matter <laughs> in like three years. I don't think it's, I don't think Netflix is they have they've had a good run though. Like from mailing in CDs, they got Blockbuster up out of here. Like they changed the game. But you know, bigger dogs are out here.
0: You know, you know, that's just the nature of business. Uh they got Blockbuster out of here and they were far ahead. I remember having to go to the machine to return your netflix movies which i thought was just the stupidest thing in the world the
1: thing in the world like i when i was when i was getting married and i was moving i had mad sex in the city dvds from netflix <laughs> still <in my> <laughs> like, you know, these niggas, they just give you cds and expect you to mail them back like okay they don't have that great of a business model apparently because now they have this whole you know sharing passwords and a lot of people getting over on them.
0: Uh, again, Netflix, if you're listening, don't ever change your model.
1: Like it's I said, working. In three, in three years, it ain't going to even matter. Next year, when Disney get the rolling and uh, Amazon start putting out all that joint, Amazon already came with the boys. They got some stuff in the top. Apple coming. Now, these, these are companies with big bank. Netflix ain't got the big bank right now.
0: They got big debt, so I would love to know how they're going to fight for this. Well, Apple already showed you. We got Oprah, and we can whatever she whatever she pretty much wants to put out, we'll put out. We'll get that audience that follows Oprah. Um, You're right. There's big bank that's back um, behind a lot of these companies, but it's gonna be that original content. What can you come up with that like? Netflix, I think, if they would have adopted the, they were pioneers with the drop it all at one time, drop the whole series at one time, but now you're watching a model where the week by week everybody clicking in at the same time, so we can watch as a family and do whatever have you, and you you're making it come back week to week to talk about. it. That's different from you logging in to watch um, Orange is the New Black on Friday, blow through the whole season, and I watch it two to three weeks later, and it's like, oh, okay, we, we move on to something else.
1: Yeah. Do you think the model of dropping it all at once, do you like it, like how Hulu does it, just drop it week to week, and then maybe you can find some other stuff while you're waiting for next week' episode to, to, to come out, or... Because I also, I don't, like, I'm on both sides of the fence here because, like, we'll binge watch a show, like, 13 Reasons Why. Like, we watched that in, like, two days, and I can't even tell you what happened. I just just don't remember. Like, when you watch shows in one bunch like that, for me at least, and then it doesn't release until the next season doesn't come out till 16 months later, it's like, all right, I'm completely lost. I don't even know what happened, and I got to go back couple episodes into the previous season to refresh I kind of like the week to week thing because it keeps you engaged it keeps it fresh um, it keeps you browsing like you know it's not coming back till next week let me see what's what's, what's here in the meantime between time kind of thing do you think that'll be like a thing for Netflix because I don't really know how they scale from here because they've had huge hitters.
0: They're they're going to that um um bi-week platform. They're rolling that out. They yeah, they, I they announced it. That. They're something. rolling
1: that out with a couple of shows. Not all of them, though. Just a couple. They're going to test it with. And I saw a lot of people like on on Twitter like, nah, they they'd rather binge. And I'm like.
0: I'll take the week to week. That's difficult um, for me because I don't know what I prefer. Back in the day, it was all oh, every week. Yeah, there's an anticipation for it. Um, I think with certain shows, it works like that. For instance, A Million Little Things. I I appreciate that you build all the suspense and I have to come back week to week. But I would much rather be like, What the hell's going on? As opposed to having to wait. And then when you go on break, I got to wait for, like you said, two years to watch one episode again just to do a catch. But on the reverse, you got stuff like Wentworth and Oranges and New Black, where it's like, all right, some of the stuff I don't need to watch every week. I can watch it one setting and be done with it and be like, all right, I got my fix. For me, it's, it's I don't have a clear cut. in terms of what I prefer, I know I've been spoiled by the binge watching shows and all that other stuff.
1: Yeah, for
0: sure. But I don't know if that's necessarily what I prefer. Yeah. My prefer- I,
1: don't, I don't see how Netflix comes out of this. Because they've had the, the, the big comedians, Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart, um Amy, like the, the Seinfeld has a show on there david letterman is like the firepower is there but it's not scaling will smith had a movie on there it's like it's not you know indie level type of production it's like real heavy a-list hitters
0: i think they innovated the game in that where we'll see um all the other companies do the straight-to-stream movies or only streamed movies, um, and stuff that's not in theaters. Um, so they did innovate that. I just think it's harder. Like when you're Nicki Minaj and Remy Ma's in jail and everybody else stops rapping, it's easy for you to be the best female MC and win every BET female hip-hop category because you're the only person. But when it starts to get some competition now, That's
1: a really good analogy actually. Also because Nicki Minaj is retiring and it looks like Netflix is gonna have to retire. Yeah,
0: yeah, I do my homework sometime.
1: Yeah,
0: I do my homework sometime. But yeah, that, it, it's that you know you killed for so long, you were the go-to, and now you just gotta. Weather the storm to see what happens uh, when you got some competition. Because you, re- they reinvented once with the DVDs. They reinvented and went to a model where everything was digital. Now you got to kind of adjust and be like, all right, well, how do we combat what these niggas are doing? Because you can't, you, you can't be in a space to say, oh, no, we'll just keep doing us. Uh-uh.
1: Yeah, and they they got the blockbuster syndrome.
0: Um, and talking about Netflix, were you happy for Jerome winning the Emmy for uh, when they see us?
1: Yeah, it was well deserved. Totally happy for him. Um, it's just a, a a great retelling of a horrific story. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, if the best that could come out of it was that kid getting to you know, recognized for it, then yeah, I'm here for it. And he did really well, like really well.
0: I saw somebody say, well, no, not saw somebody say. Uh, I think it was Parks on Joe Budden's podcast said that uh, he pretty much had a whole episode by himself, and yeah. he had to act, and it was pretty much him in a room with nobody else. Yeah. So him selling that aspect of it for a whole episode by himself was more than reason for him to win that Emmy
1: yeah and Corey Wise the person like I've watched a few interviews with him like he's not just like a straight regular you know uptown Harlem dude he's like you know he's had his his mental issues his social issues like that's a really hard uh, persona to like mimic and, and really grasp the identity of who he really is. And he did that. Like he really did that. So bravo to uh Jerelle. That's his name.
0: Jerome.
1: Jerome. Yeah. Bravo to him. Well deserved.
0: Did you see the nigga Corey Wise at the Emmys? Did you see this nigga had on at the Emmys?
1: Yeah. You sort of mean like because we know his situation, we gonna let we gonna let this outfit slide.
0: <laughs> I don't know whether to use him or Terrence Howard from the Emmys, but one of these niggas is be.
1: <laughs> Nah, no Corey slander. Right? But yeah, you called outfit, Corey Wise face to start this I did. I did. He got a funny looking face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that nigga outfit was on they didn't want to tell a nigga to put
0: an actual college shirt on with the with the top <laughs> <All right. laughs> gonna... oh man yeah but shout out to them uh, when they see us uh, like you said for, for this to come out of a horrible situation um All these niggas are living really good right now. And I don't say that to to dilute or ignore what they've been through. But that situation, I think we said when it first came out, for somebody like Corey, and I think he said this a lot, too, that that may have been the best thing for him because he don't know where he would have ended up or how his life would have went. But Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I'm not gonna uh, go more into the Corey Wise thing, but uh, you mentioned mental mental health, and I wanted to ask you as a segue, and I got the music queued up already. Did you see the story about the? Uh, there was multiple stories. One was about the preacher that killed himself, um, and he was head of a like a mental health a mental health group or something like that.
1: The white dude in Cali.
0: Yes. Yeah. I had so many questions when I saw that because I'm like, I understand. I get it. It's something heavy that you that you've had to deal with yourself. Most would think that if you're over a group or program that not that you've grown past it, but you've learned to cope. To a certain degree where you're productive. I think I kind of said that the best way I could without being disrespectful.
1: Yeah.
0: My question questions arise where it's like okay well how come nobody was doing a checkup on you if you were in a position to help other people and that's my biggest thing with uh, these mental health issues is Roy said it check up on your strong friend. But if I I feel like if I'm in a position where I'm supposed to be helping other people, there's got to be someone that at least checks up on me. I remember in one of my therapy sessions, I asked my therapist, well, who do you speak to? Because you're in here taking everybody else's weight on you. Like, who do you unload to? And she was like, oh, no, I have, um, I have mentors and people like that that I speak to, too. I'm like, oh, okay, because my biggest thing is I don't want to come make your mental space more jacked up. Because now I'm going to be like, all right, well, there's no way you can give me undivided attention if you got eight other clients today and they've already told you some heavy, heavy stuff. There's no way in the world you can take my one hour and be like, oh, okay, I totally get where he's coming from.
1: Right. No, you- it's, just like, it's just like pastors. Like, you know, you have a congregation and 50 people are pouring over you every Sunday, their issues and their problems and help me and I need this and what can I do? And it's like, and you go home and it's like, man, like, who do I talk to? Like, who do I dump this off to? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's sad and it's unfortunate. And it's I just, you just hope people find
0: the right outlet, you know what I mean? R- Finding the right outlet, like, whatever the instance is, and that this is a open uh, open thing to tell all of you pastors, please find somebody to dump that stuff off out to. It's like, yeah. don't feel like you have to take on all of that stuff, go home, and then live with it. No, no, no. You, you need an outlet as well. You can't be uh a receptacle where everybody's always pouring into you, and you not have a place to release that. To at least, it's, it's like emptying your trash on your computer. If you don't empty it, your computer space gets full and you can't do nothing. It slows down and breaks down. You empty it so that way you can regain, like it's almost like a refresher, or restart, a or re kick.
1: Oh
0: I'm on the money with these What's freaking it? things today on it i'm here i am here but yeah um hold on i i I feel like just just as a So did
1: Jay-Z pick J-Lo and and Shakira for the Super Bowl halftime show?
0: No, Mark Anthony did. Don't don't ask me how he got involved, but Mark Anthony did that. There's no way in the world or the niggas who had J-Lo do a a tribute at the BET Awards for, um, who was it? Who did J-Lo do that tribute for?
1: Um, Motown.
0: Yeah, the, the, whoever, whoever picked it for the Super Bowl was the same people that said, yeah, let's let Jennifer Lopez do the Motown tribute. There's no way in the world you're going to... She had to be already booked before uh, this deal got in place. No,
1: I'm not buying
0: it. I don't even, be, I don't even see Romeo Santos uh, concerts on title, nigga. There's no way in the world that that nigga was like, oh, yeah, let's get Jennifer and Shakira.
1: Well, set his feet, so... I see,
0: I see the narrative that you're trying to paint, though.
1: I'm not trying to paint anything. It says here, on NFL.com, as part of the agreement, Rock Nation will advise on the selection of artists for major NFL performances like the Super Bowl.
0: Did it say when it starts. Effective date.
1: Was, that, was, that was published in April, so... Does
0: it have an effective date?
1: That was published in April.
0: Starting what Super Bowl?
1: That was published in April, so... So what you're saying is
0: there's no date.
1: That was was before the 2019 NFL season. So...
0: So what you're saying is there's no date.
1: I'm not saying anything. I just want to know the answers. I just want to know. I ain't got the answers, Sway! Yeah, because it... These things don't seem like they're booked seven months in advance because Super Bowl this year, they look like they were kind of scrambling for, for, for performers.
0: That's because the performers backed, backed out. out. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, okay. It was announced like what, January, December?
0: No, no Jay-Z did not book Jennifer Lopez to be his <laughs> first inaugural halftime performance. I'm telling you that right now. No. 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 Uh,
1: okay. That's what you're saying. Cool.
0: Do I have anything to back that up? Absolutely not.
1: Okay. That's your story?
0: Uh, yeah. I'm here. Uh, I going to
1: ask you. If a little kid scratches you, in your face. Like, not like an accident, but you be like, you were reprimanding the child, and the child retaliated by, like, swinging and scratching you in your face.
0: Are you talking about my own kid?
1: No, not your own kid. Somebody else's kid. Maybe oh. a friend. Maybe a relative. Um, let's, go with, let's go with friend. The kid is as young as six years old reaches out, catches you, three scratches across your cheek. You hit that child?
0: Fam, I be wanting to punch my own kids when uh, (laughs) they scratch me. So, and I restrain myself because it's my kid. (laughs) Somebody else's kid, I'm definitely going to pluck you or pinch you or something. Because there ain't no way in the world.
1: (laughs) It'll punch him in the forehead. (laughs) Something. (laughs) Something. (laughs) <laughs> Something. Know, you know, I watched the Kardashians and Scott and Courtney's kids are out of control because they don't discipline their kids. So the nanny had a fight with the six year old little girl and she scratched the nanny in the face, so the nanny quit. So she's telling the story to the family over dinner, and Chris Jenner's boyfriend, black Corey Gamble, was like, Yo, I would have whipped her ass. Bam. And, uh, it was- scott gets all excited like you're gonna whip my daughter like what are you what are you telling me if my daughter scratches you in your face you're gonna hit her
0: yes yes i am scott and yeah. they are
1: all sitting there looking at Corey like he was crazy and i'm like what don't they understand about a little girl scratches somebody in the face and she deserves to get hit
0: it's it's the parenting styles in black and non-black homes um
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you, because I don't, like, I didn't grow up around white people. I know you have a couple of vanilla face friends, but Corey did end up explaining in his interview, like, it's a cultural thing, black, you know, black parents, black people beat their kids, and Courtney and and Scott, they don't hit their kids at all, like, the boy got in a fight in school, and she still let him go on his, uh, his sleepover play date, it was like, it's crazy, but they would look, they couldn't really understand, like, And he was getting all flustered. And Corey was like, yo, I will whip your ass. Like, 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 what are you you talking about? And I'm like, yeah. It's simple.
0: All right. Let me bring this home real, like, right down my own street. Kayden's in school. And the other day, we went to pick him up. And I just so happened to look over. And I saw a white girl putting her foot down. So I called Caden over to me. I'm like, Caden, come here. I said, that girl just kick you? And he goes, yes. So Tiffany goes, you kick her back. Don't let nobody else, don't let nobody kick you. And he was getting ready to run full speed back to the girl to kick it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You, <laughs> I, I, the opportunity has passed. But going forward, know that nobody can hit you. And the whole time I'm looking for who this girl's mother is because I'm like, I'm getting ready to hit you myself but I'm looking for your parent just to make sure one, that they're around, and I can be like, fam, if my son kicks your daughter, it's not because he's the mean black kid. She kicked him first. Right. But my mentality was to yoke her up and be like, fam, don't you ever put your foot on nobody else again. Point blank period. Like, if I get scratched by my kids, I want to fight, and I'm like, they don't know what's going on. It's not intentional. But if you intentionally reach up to scratch me, yeah, I'm gonna pluck you or something. Yeah. A hundred percent. Okay how much money I'm getting paid as your nanny. I'm 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 plucking you or I'm gonna pinch you. And it's gonna be sly so that it's not caught on the camera easily or oh come here, let me fix your shirt.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was I could I was watching it and I was really baffled. I'm like, how could she Like, how could these people not expect someone to react? It doesn't matter if you're an adult. If your little bad behind daughter reaches up to my face to scratch me with, like, intent, with rage and intent, yes, I'm going to hit her. But he was saying whoop her, like, as if he was going to, you know, I guess the word whoop is, like, loaded or whatever. So that kind of, like, freaked him out. But he was really just trying to say, yeah, I would hit her. If that was my kid, I would have hit her. But that wasn't coming across at the dinner table. But I'm like, yeah, this is why I teach my kids, keep your hands to yourself because I know me. And then I know if a little kid scratches me, I'm going to slap that kid in the back of their head. There's no question of that. So I would, ex- I would expect an adult to do the same thing to my child. So this is why I teach my children, keep your hands to yourself. If nobody puts their hands on you, there's no reason for you to put your hands on them. Only if they hit you, you hit back. If there's no hitting, we're cool. Everybody you,
0: as a black mom, do you feel like threats work or you actually have to follow through sometimes and just no longer you you just say I'm going to hit you or I'm going to pop you or whatever. Do you feel like those threats work? You got to follow through. I I I kind of caught Caden by surprise the other day because I I always say, if you keep doing this, I'm going to pop you. And I don't think it registers in his mind.
1: Yeah, it'd be like, yeah,
0: okay. He he was was talking slick and I just, real quick, no warning, pow, right in the mouth. (laughs) And and he was so shocked, but me and Tiffany laughed because we were like, "Oh, we—it was a reset button because that nigga has been pristine since that time. He hasn't had no no other issues since that quick little surprise." Yeah, I'm not just announcing it you, boys. Just let you know it right. happened.
1: It's gonna happen. No more talk about that a- action. Yeah, it be like that sometimes. I understand
0: how they were looking at Corey like that's crazy, but nah, fam. And Scott, I I would have... My verbiage of Scott would have been the same. Fam, please, please.
1: Yeah, it was like, alright, Scott. Like, relax. (laughs) You're not going to do anything. Just be quiet. Like, it's okay.
0: So do you think the conversation... Obviously, being that it was dinner and it it was uh, broadcast, I'm sure they had a conversation about Corey in which it was like, oh, can you believe he said he was going to hit them? And like so I'm sure they, they they're not right. ready for yeah. that whole uh nah fam it's a whole different level of discipline on a black family and a white family and it, i i admit that black families have to do a better job me myself included have to do a better job of finding a different way outside of just yeah. constantly going to the physical yeah um, but sometimes you need them to know. When it goes out, when it when it gets out of hand, this is the only way to bring you back. Since my words are <laughs> are resonating, All right. home, yeah, It'd be like that, It'd be like that, A nigga.
1: Scratch me, fam, yeah. yeah. That's
0: why, that's why it happens with, and that's why when. Uh, in Caden's instance, I was with Tiffany 100%. Yeah, you kicked him back. But I didn't want it to look like, oh, well, nobody was paying attention. And then he just runs up and then he kicks the girl. And then now he's the troublemaker.
1: Right. He's an aggressive little brown boy.
0: Yeah. But uh, went on <laughs> in the car home. I told him, next time that happens, you hit them back and then you tell the teacher. Yeah, I didn't they hit me first, so I hit them back. Exactly. And tell them your father said your father and your mother said that and they can call us and we can talk about it, but
1: <laughs>
0: that nigga did a beeline to go kick that girl, that girl back. He was like, Oh what? all right?
1: <laughs> so I need to know? Oh my beer. <laughs>
0: That nigga was excited. Like, oh, okay. I not want to be the aggressive any other time. You tell me to chill out. But now it's okay. Okay. <laughs> That's
1: hilarious.
0: Oh, man. Um, I guess, uh, Lance Heisman, you brought us to this point. Um, we're talking about discipline. And if James St. Patrick don't discipline Tariq before this series is over
1: that nigga be quick to shoot up everybody, punch everybody, but when it comes to Tariq, that nigga say whatever he wants the ghost, call a nigga ghost, disrespect him in his face, plot him to kill him with enemies. It's like, come on. <clears throat> like, you know.
0: I wish my kids got to an age where they can verbalize, get the fuck off me, so I could... <laughs>
1: I'm I'm praying
0: <laughs> one of those instances <laughs> I, I I really want one of those scenarios so I can really show you what oh okay that's what you want okay alright that's where you want to take it okay check this out but yeah he asked if the writing on Powers last episode was better and I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and let everybody else. No.
1: No, mm. oh, it was mm. not.
0: Where it was a decent episode, it still was horrible writing. Yeah.
1: Terrible. Terrible.
0: If someone can explain to me how Tommy takes a silencer to uh the witness's house, but <laughs> in a penthouse in Tribeca. <laughs> I think it gets off <laughs> two clips from an automatic clips. machine gun. Two clips, and not one cop gets called. Not one neighbor comes to the door. Start like
1: two clips. Yeah, yeah. Fam, I saw the meme that says if Ghost Apartment is fixed by Sunday, I'm never watching Power again.
0: Fam, <laughs> if Ghost Apartment. <laughs> It's brand new on Sunday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yo, Power is so, like... It's so out there. It's like... It's like 007, Mission Impossible on Kate. Like, a drama series is way too much. And it's not that believable. Like... This is not how the streets work.
0: <laughs> Fam, if, if you're going to give me the heartfelt, I'm not a rat, and then the very next scene, <laughs> the very next scene, ah, yeah, my nigga, what's talking me What's talking <laughs> you, you.
1: Oh, God. It, and it's, then, just, it's too much.
0: Somebody called him uh, Proctor Born. Like, how does nigga died? Mad clips. <laughs> Get shots off, have time to answer, make phone call. Like, oh, yo. Oh, put the mattress
1: up. It's like, all right. All those bullets. Fam. Why can he shoot when he busts through the door? How about that? Like, why are you busting the shots from the other side of the door? Wait till he busts the door down <laughs> and then start shooting. What happens to Tommy? Like, what, like, I don't understand. Tommy is just running through here lawless.
0: If there was, was me. Whatever
1: he want kill whoever he wants, broad daylight, midnight, penthouse, Ohio. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter.
0: There was a meme that said uh, Tommy just be killing everybody in plain sight and these niggas still be like, yo, what's Jamie St. Patrick doing? That's white privilege at his finest.
1: Yo, like, facts. <laughs> Fact, Tommy has killed mad people moving mad weight, pills, coke, everything. And nothing.
0: That, that, I'm glad you said that. So you mean to tell me This little nigga Tariq can outsmart the mob with baby aspirin and not think (laughs) there was going to be repercussions. (laughs) Bam. Bam.
1: Yo, he thought he was so clever with that. Like, yeah, I got got the formula. Like, okay. (laughs) Now you two million dollars with a. Freaking ransom over your head. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Now we're supposed to believe they're going to get $2 million in 24 hours.
0: Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- this is how I think the end of power will play out. Now that everybody who is protecting that whole entity is dead, the man is going to jail. Ghost wants to kill Tommy. I don't think that's going to happen. I think all of them niggas is going to jail. Tasha, Ghost, Keisha, Tommy, Keisha's (laughs) retarded son who's 15 and can't defend himself. Everybody
1: going to jail. I don't even know how this joint is going to end. I I can't even, like, I don't even know, bro. Like, I wouldn't be surprised, though. Nothing would surprise me at this point. It's like, hey, it is what it is.
0: It's just not... Nigga... <laughs> Yo, I'm, I'm legit upset with these niggas. Good episode, but the writing is like, fam, come on. Now Lala's and Versace and Tasha's just rolling around in the triple fat I'm goose. Trying
1: and- to resell... Like, <laughs> trying to resell old stuff. Like, come on. She about to recruit. uh, I don't don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just watching to see how it's going to end at this point.
0: Yeah. You had me invested so long. Now I just have to see how it's going to end. Not because I'm enjoying it,
1: but because I need to know. It's like Game of Thrones where it was just like highly anticipated over over those two years. And it's like, all right, let's see what's going to happen. It's just like, okay, what's next? sad
0: you 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 niggas really have disappointed i get what they're trying to say that no one's exempt from dying but fam fam they could
1: just be a little bit more realistic that's all
0: if if this nigga has new cabinets and a new back yo a new backsplash on sunday i'm going to be so upset with power
1: Oh, all the windows, like the floor-to-ceiling windows. Like, what? <laughs> like, bruh. The nigga shot out his windows. Like, in Tribeca. Like, in Tribeca. I was like, what, what is happening here? What is happening? All he had to do was sneak in the house and slit his throat. Proctor wasn't gonna be able to beat him up. Like he could have went in there with a, a twenty-two, and got the job done.
0: He took a silencer <laughs> to the witness's house. <laughs> took two extended clips <laughs> of a machine gun.
1: Procter. I don't know, bro. It is what it is. Who
0: do you think dies next? If they smart, Tariq. But I think they're only keeping him alive because then I know they know it gets under everybody's skin. The only reason why Tariq's still here.
1: Yeah.
0: I I, I don't think um I think Saks either dies or because that nigga he he has a hard on for Saint Patrick and. He he's the reason why everybody's dying now.
1: Yeah. It
0: wasn't Jamie. It's this Sax. So either Sax gets indicted and they they wrap him up in all this too, and he loses his job or Sax, I don't know. I don't know. Keisha either is going to turn or cuz she, she ain't built for it.
1: Yeah, I think Keisha's going to turn because they keep reiterating that every episode. Like, are you sure you good, you down? Tasha's always saying, Make sure, you know, she don't say anything. Like every episode they're saying they're always saying that. So I think Keisha's gonna turn. And that's probably how they all end up in jail.
0: She said Oh no, I got Tommy under lock. I'm like, nigga, this is not even believable. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. You don't even know. This nigga's still meeting up with
1: with Tasha. You talking about you got him under lock? What? Exactly. Exactly. You don't got nothing locked nowhere. Yeah, we Niggas. just have to wait and see. These next, what is it, like six, six more episodes?
0: I I hope it's not six more, N- nigga. There's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need six more. I don't need six more episodes. Uh, because I'm, they have
1: they have the Vince problem. Um, it's. Dre still lingering. And then Jason. So it was like... Three things to tie up.
0: The Italians are going to kill Jason. Tommy and Ghost are going to kill the Italians. And somebody's going to set them up to go to jail. There's no way that they both live and ride off into the sunset. I can't see... Both of them niggas living and riding off into the sunset. No world. I'm sorry. I can. Uh, all right, you about to eat me? Uh, uh, before we get out of here, freaking the the joint that opens us up. The Ti and Candace Owens. You got any uh thoughts on Ti pretty much barking on Candace Owens at that summit? the Revolt Summit, about uh, her comments about being a Trump supporter?
1: Um, not really. Like, she's entitled to support Trump, but a lot of stuff she'd be saying is like typical Republican. I live in a bubble. It's not really that fact-based. She's kind of annoying to me. She's just like, she's like for the moment type of of person. That's what I get from her. Like every time I see her her name come up somewhere is like alright, she's in it for the moment. I don't know.
0: I said I know you're all here for him being impeached though.
1: Oh yeah. I kind of feel like it's a little bit too late, but um I'd still like to see them go through with it. The just the fact of him having that impeachment umbrella over his presidency um, I feel like that that will annoy him um, so if, if nothing else comes out of it he would be uh, the fourth president to be impeached and it's not such a good thing so like yeah you made it to the, to the Oval Office you made it to the White House but yeah you have this other stain like attached to it and that's kind of satisfying for me I mean, like, that's that's about as good as you can get, really, because unless they, like, drag him out of there and it's, like, breaking news, President Trump's get dragged out of the White House, like, (laughs) that's the only other thing that'll be satisfying um, to me and hopefully him losing in 2020. But, yeah, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I think it's going to backfire. I think it's going to rev up his base, but... I don't think his base is enough to get him reelected, uh, because he did lose the popular vote, and uh, I think I think more people will come out closer to the left and the middle next year than uh, a Trump base. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, I, I guess we'll see. Twenty twenty. Um,
1: yeah, he obviously feels yeah. very threatened by Joe Biden. So um,
0: I, I don't understand why, but whatever.
1: Uh, apparently, Joe Biden polls really well with black women, which is a very big uh, electorate. So. Um. <laughs> Yeah, he's clearly threatened by by Big Joe. So, we'll see. We'll see.
0: Uh, yeah, this is going to play out how it's going to play out. Uh, I ain't really got much, but something else that we got to see how it's going to play out. Antonio! This nigga... 84-7. I saw a meme that said if you're an Antonio Brown fan, you can get three of his jerseys on a clearance rack right now.
1: <laughs> hit Oakland and Patriots? Did the Patriots joints even hit the uh, the retail stores? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But
0: I, I wanted to do this more justice uh, next week, but Antonio Brown was released from the Patriots. Um, there's a lot to get into about the Antonio Brown thing, and I want to give it to due justice. I promised TJ that we would mention the fact that this nigga was released after posting that video. Oh, Grandma, they let me go. Praise God, they let me go. Oh, yes, yeah, He's so happy. And then got to New England. That's what Becky and her friend would be like. Yeah. (laughs) He touched me.
1: Johan had been saying AB has early CTE since like July. (laughs) And now, people, that seems to be like a general consensus that he might have early CTE. And you know Joe, he's always like the funny dude, but he might have been doing something. Really? I've been hearing that a lot lately now, like the mood swings, the you know the erratic behavior, uh, irrational behavior. Like the nigga just woke up Friday afternoon when they cut him, he was cool. He was posting pictures of him and Bill, him and Tom. Thank you guys for everything. Go win one for me. Normal, like, all right, I see, A.B., you played a cool, great, be a man about it. That was Friday afternoon, the nigga woke up Sunday morning on a a full-out Twitter rant posting old clips of Shannon Sharp being accused of sexual assault, Big Ben being accused of, of rape, all this like, they're they against me. I'm not playing in this league anymore. The end. And then the nigga wakes up Monday morning <laughs> and say, I'm going back to college. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. It's like, you can't make it up. You can't make it up even from the time he got to Oakland with the hot air balloon with the frozen feet, the helmet. Like, the nigga filed a grievance with the NFL because he wanted to wear the same helmet that no longer passed. <laughs> like, what? Like, what are you talking about? That wasn't specific to Antonio Brown. For all you non-football fans that don't really understand, that was, that's not as specific to him and his helmet. If you played in a helmet and it did not pass league requirements because they're on this old safety thing, then you were not allowed to use that helmet. You had to find a helmet that met the requirements. That was everybody. That was Tom Brady. That was Jared Goff. That was Breeze. That was everybody. The nigga found the grievance with the NFL because he like, I want to play in this helmet that I played in in Pittsburgh. It's like, come on, bro. It just does, it like, it was a never ending saga, And it's just the sexual assault thing. That was just like, and we come to find out that the Patriots didn't even know about that when they signed them.
0: That's what I said. We're going to get into this Antonio Brown thing in detail next week because it's just too too, much.
1: Yeah.
0: It's too much to kind of cram in. Uh, But Sunday night game, Cowboy Saints, who you got?
1: Oh! Okay, Um, I'm going to go with the Saints. Teddy's coming up a good win in Seattle, beating Seahawks. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go with the Saints.
0: I'm going to go Cowboys just because everybody has been counting them out. And they played three of the worst teams in the league, and now they have an actual opponent. I'm going to go Cowboys. There you go. Boom. Okay. It. Merry Christmas. <laughs>
1: okay. You got a score or you just a, a Cowboys win? No,
0: nah, I ain't got no score. I I never know like when they ask for score. Even with the NCAA brackets, like the tiebreaker for the game, the final game, I never know what to put as a score. It's, yeah, I don't know. Okay. But if I if I'm guessing, I'm gonna say 28 14 Cowboys. Uh,
1: uh, I would go like
0: 24 17 Saints. All right. What's your show? Being that we both. Nah, nah. Mm -mm. You know what? I'll let you have a. Prodigal Son because Righteous Gemstones is hysterical. If you're not on HBO, no, haven't seen it on HBO. That's funny. That
1: is funny.
0: So. I didn't mention um, that up here
1: before. Huh? I didn't mention that up here before. No, ma'am. I think I did.
0: No, you haven't. they they're logged every episode in the I
1: description. I think I did.
0: They're, they're logged up here every and I do that for people that want to because we didn't do that in the beginning but for people that's like what show did they say we have it in the description every week you lazy niggas that don't look and just <laughs> skim through it we have it there every week but uh, yeah that's all I have get your excuses ready for Monday I'm going to take the rest of my new parent leave because I haven't used it yet <laughs> Got to act right on bro. Got till October 26th. So there. There you go. Uh that's all I have.
1: Uh oh. Yes, sir.